1: You look really nice, Martin. Sharp. Sharp? Do you want yeah. me to leave you two together for a second? am <laughs> 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 leave you alone. He, he usually just comes in a t shirt.
2: This is, it. is uh, it's different. It's good <laughs> to be casual, don't worry.
1: <laughs> no headphones for me?
2: Will you have, I don't need headphones. I'll uh, uh, skip it. You could have.
1: No, that's alright. <laughs> Should I? We're gonna do some some sound testing. Sorry, about. we can't
2: okay. hear
0: you. Okay. <laughs> Jag är, jag är, jag är K för fan Jag är Bengaler, jag är Radio Råsunda jag är Sveriges vackraste Jag är Kenny Baby, det mellan en djurvårdarens Jag är Bojan, Georgie Chattityd Jag är en bira i pausen, jag är en massarin Jag är Selsorborg i stadens grull. Jag är som broa Norin när Röttes sött. Jag är blåa linjen, jag är Pendelt, jag är en skepot Barcelona från näsi imål. Jag är Victor Lumba, jag är fotbjörn Västroms över Tron, jag var är... Hebris.
1: Hej och välkomna till Radio Sund och avsnitt nummer 59 Med mig Björn Enjebo och med dig Martin Wiklin. Hej Björn! Hej. Hej. Visst är det skönt att vara tillbaka?
3: Ja, faktiskt så är det väldigt skönt att vara tillbaka. Mm. faktiskt. Har du längtat? Nej, det har inte gjort. Men jag känner nu när jag sitter här att det, det, det ska bli så jävla bra. Alltså, man brukar ju säga lite så, där, nästan att, att så här nästan klischéart, att nästa år... Då jävlar. Då jävlar. Och det här året då jävlar. Men det här året känns det som att alla har satt fokus på att det här året så så är det verkligen
1: ja, i år ska vi vinna, ja, i år ska vi
3: ska vinna hela, ska Nej, i år ska AIK vinna hela skiten. Ja, du tänker ju så. Ja, verkligen. Mm. Och det känns att även jag tror även Andreas Alm är helt inställd på att på att vinna eller gå, att han inser själv att den här säsongen så är det guld som gäller, om man ser det är. Mm. Jag träffade en, en person som som intervjuade Alm mm. in, in för några veckor sedan som sa samma sak. Att han hade liksom efter intervjun var klar och sagt så här, ja, nu ska jag bara... Nu är det så här full fokus på AIK. Jag har inte tid med någonting mm. annat. Och det tänker jag på, för han var ju här en dag och visade i sin dator sitt, sitt, hur han tänker kring fotboll. Liksom. Såna här powerpoint-presentationer och mm. ledord och sådär. Och det är ett stort jävla X hela tiden som återkommer. X, X, X. Stort X som är explosivitet. Och det känns mm. som att det här året satan alltså vad det ska explodera om ai Jag
1: känner att vi kommer att vinna guld det året. Det känns känns som att vi vi har bestämt oss. Vad har vi gjort under ledigheten då, Martin? Vi gjorde gjorde en bejublad uppesittad kväll.
3: Ja, just det. Du fick uppleva lite gammalt, (laughs) hederligt näthat.
1: Ja. Bland annat. Bland annat. Vad vad fan var det som hände egentligen? Jag är van vid sånt.
3: Nej, men ja, det gick inte så bra. Vi skulle göra en livesändning (laughs) inför... inför, julen där uppe sitta kväll mm. och um, allting hade väl gått jättebra utom en detalj att själva sändningen ut på det globala datornätverket internet det funkade inte
1: vi hade inte tryckt på knappen
3: så folk fick ibland se dig sitta och klia i skägget jag tror att någon fick se mig gå på toaletten mm. det var ju en massa konstiga saker som man, ja det var ju lite lite genant
1: tycker jag Det blev, det blev väldigt tråkigt att vi inte fick sända live ja. um, För det, vi hade ju förberett det i typ en månadstid uh, Eller mer kanske uh, med, med, med bokning av gäster och, mm. och allt sånt där Men uh, vi, vi, får, vi får se om vi gör ett nytt försök nästa år uh, Om Kristoffer Bodin är sugen på att ge sig in i det här igen nästa år Eller om, om vi håller oss till radio som vi uh, vet hur man gör
3: Radio är fantastiskt, det är det vi kan göra Kanske, ja. kanske borde ägna oss åt
1: Får ni, ni, ni får väl det om för som oss som när AIK lyssnar. bestämmer
3: sig för bäst sälja kläder och sånt där. Vi kanske inte ska göra det. Vi blir restaurang. Ja.
1: ja men lyssna får väl säga vad de vill. Eh, att vi ska göra om de vill att vi ska köra i nästa år så kanske vi kan tänka på det. Mm. Um,
3: hur har ledigheten varit? Det står en fråga här på pappret så här, hur har ledigheten varit? Så här frågar.
1: Ja, men det var till dig jag frågar om du. Ja,
3: är... vilken ledighet säger då? Jag um,
1: har inte varit ledig har du, har du jobbat.
3: Jag har jobbat som ett svin.
1: Jag jobbar just
3: nu jobbar jag lite för mycket. Mm.
1: Du får börja jobba lite mindre.
3: Mm. Jag tänker att det ska vara mitt... Ja. Det ska, jag ska börja jobba lite mindre.
1: Nu är vi tillbaka i vår fina studio på Söder, AUK och Stadsdelen. Mm. Um, och jag tänkte på vägen hit så att om jag, um, jag hade lyssnat på det så hade jag varit lite nyfiken på hur det ser ut och, och, och där de är och spelar in det här. Och så, t- så tänkte jag att Martin han är så himla bra på att beskriva hur saker och ting ser ut. Situation och, och miljön runt omkring. Mm. Kan inte du beskriva för lyssnarna... Hur ser det ut på SMT Radios studio där vi är just nu?
3: Det vi sitter ju en ja, vad kan det vara? 5 kvadratmeter stort utrymme. Det vi har en blomma eller en en, en palm Palmträdet, ett litet miniträd, lite behagligt belyst bakom oss och sen så är det det är som man man tänker sig en en skinnsoffa och sån där i i Ådal ungefär sånt bord med så här klätt fuskskinn på. Mm. Som du har spilt lite öl på där ser jag. <laughs> och eh, ett sånt här lite porrigt rött skynke bakom.
1: Ja jag tänker rött. jag tänker på David Lynch när jag ser eller Twin Peaks så ser jag
3: skinkan. Där de här små dvärgarna nere ja, och Bob. Och ja just det precis. Nej men det är en, det är en väldigt bra skön studio i
1: Och det finns, det finns tre platser runt bordet med mikrofoner.
3: Ja, och ofta sitter ju du, det är ju som i så här barnfamiljer att man har sina, folk har sina platser. Du har ju, mm. tagit, du har ju den här platsen, du sitter liksom längst närmast dörren till höger av mig. Jag sitter i mitten och sen sitter gästen alltid längst liksom ner till, mm. till vänster, mitt emot dig.
1: Precis. Mm. Och sen till höger så har vi ju Jimmy uh, ut genom ett litet fönster som ja. tittar på oss. Och...
3: Och sen utanför idag har vi ju en, en, några våra vänner som är med här och mm. dricker öl och lyssnar och pratar med våra gäster. Ska vi berätta vilka de är?
1: Berätta vilka de är. Är det
3: officiellt att ni är här eller... Jag vet inte, kanske de kan skolka från jobbet och så man kanske inte ska säga. Jag, jag tror
1: ju att är en av dem skolkar från en viktig grej. Massi mm. sa någonting, oh, nu sa jag det, Massi är här. Brutinerat. Han, han, han skulle egentligen vara någon annanstans. Men han skulle egentligen ha vara på jour. <laughs> Rädda akuten.
3: Rädda liv. Men han... Fick höra att vi hade en spännande gäst här
1: ja, Nu vi... kanske
3: inte ska säga vem, Att man är läkare
1: <laughs> Nej vi skiter och säga att han det säger är läkare
3: Sen har vi också eh, Elena Lövholm här Som många saknar i podd pod Sverige.
1: Mm.
3: Och så är Rasmus här
1: Rasmus är vår number one fan eh, Kan man väl säga eh, han, är, han är ofta här och tittar på och vi, trivs, vi trivs väldigt bra ha honom här ja, det är alltså, där, han, får, han får alltid komma tillbaka Och så har han med sig öl också
3: Han är bra på att öl. Han har
1: ofta med sig Åbro till Martin mm. för att Martin ska kunna prestera.
3: Ja, Jag behöver öl för att kunna prestera. Vi kan så att det är ju två vi har ju spelat in Radio Råshunda antingen i Tredje Statsmakten medias studio eller i SMTs studio eh, och kommer väl att fortsätta göra det lite men vi, just nu är vi ju huvudsak här på SMT och det är ju framförallt det har ju blivit liksom, AIK intar ju Södermalm vilket jag gillar på något sätt. Vi håller på liksom... Annekterar? Ja, svartifierar hela söder
1: mm.
3: Och det gillar ju
1: jag Ska vi prata lite om vad som har hänt hittills i år Eller försäsong och sådär
3: Ja, det kan vi väl göra Har du sett allt som hänt? Hur, hur har du, du följt AIK under, nej, alltså, jag, under, Eller har du loggat ut? Och så, nej, jag, jag har
1: haft lite, lite AIK-paus under vintern Det har jag absolut Men det är klart att när det händer stora grejer så hänger man med När vi värvar spelare och sånt mm. Jag vet inte riktigt vad som har hänt som vi körde sist Hade vi värvat Manguran när vi hade Andreas Sundberg här till exempel
3: Alltså vi höll ju på Att värva honom då, ja. det var ju inte riktigt klart
1: Just det, det kan vi väl säga nu också Vi hade tänkt att köra till avsnitt efter Andreas Sundberg så var det mm. vi, Då hade vi blivit lovade att köra eh, Mohamed Bangura um, men,
3: um... Eftersom det inte var riktigt klart så var det vissa personer i AIK som avrådde honom från att vara med mm. Kan man väl säga
1: Ja, precis I Tills kontraktet det det var liksom
3: signat och klart
1: De tyckte att det var dumt om han skulle hamna i Göteborg till exempel och han har suttit och bedyrat sin kärlek till AIK innan.
3: Men han vill ju väldigt gärna vara med. Mm. Så att det, det var ju liksom att...
1: Och sen så har vi bara lite fler spelare En spelare som var för, för mig ganska anonym Var Johan Blomberg mm, um, hade du, Förutom att han brukar göra mål på oss Hade du någon koll på honom direkt?
3: Nej jag har ju inte så mycket koll på, på andra spelare I, I inte AIK Nej, precis. Men, uh, så jag, men det jag har sett då Jag har sett honom lite grann Jag såg honom på första träningen Jag såg honom på i matchen mot Vasalund. Lund mm. Det var spännande tycker jag. Nummer åtta, det är lite ovanligt att se någon annan en kärna i, I AEKs nummer åtta.
1: Mm, jag tyckte att han bar upp nummer åtta väldigt bra. Jag tyckte att när jag såg honom så kändes det som att Det, det var spelare som var född och spelade i AIK.
3: Snabba fötter, bra, bra fot.
1: Ja, men ättrig och, och väldigt energifylld. Mm. Li, lite som Kenny Pavey fast inte samma typ av spelare. Men just den här ättriheten och energin och aggressiviteten.
3: Ja, jag tänkte framförallt på hans fot. Att han har snabba, snabba fötter. Det mm. tycker jag var kul att se. Mm.
1: Och det märktes inte. Han är ganska liten. Men det märktes inte när han spelade. Mm. Mm.
3: En annan som jag tänkte tänkt på som, som är ganska liten och som har lagt på sig några kilo muskler
1: är ju Eliasson. Ja, Han ser ut som en man i år jämfört med vad han gjorde förra året när han kom. Så är han något dumt nu?
3: Nej, inte. men han, han har lagt på sådana här kilomuskler. Och...
1: Han har ju verkligen mm. det. Han har blivit större och, och han har en jäkla explosivitet. Också. Ja,
3: och det behövde han tror jag. Mm. jag tror han behöver den där stabiliteten, styrkan mm. som han har då tillförskansat sig under, för, äh, under, under hösten.
1: Mm.
3: Och så jävligt spelglad ut. liksom Pig och allting lyckades väl inte men det, det syntes att han hade en, en glöd i sig. Mm. Som jag ser fram emot att se Verkligen. En annan som imponerade skjut mycket Tycker jag var, var Henock mm. Satan vad han var han var Både kreativ och Stabil och stod för nästan allt I RK:s offensiv tycker jag när, när han var på planen
1: mm, Han känns jäkligt taggad De ser att han har tränat extremt mycket under julen själv
3: också.
1: Mm. Så han, det känns skitkul
3: mm. Var lite orolig när han stod ut på det där Plastgräset
1: Ja Än som var kul att se, jag tycker, också i träningsmatchen var ju Kenny Peavy mm. som han tar för sig ordentligt på planen
3: Som en furie <laughs> efter, efter
1: tio minuter låg det två Vasalundsspelare och, och, och höll sig för benen mm. på marken Klassisk Kenny Peavy, Vär, värmer också. upp inför Bayern derbyt mm.
3: Du har skrivit på den här lappen vi har framför oss, Martin Motumba Jag vet inte vad det...
1: Ah, men så här, jag, jag har gått runt de senaste dagarna och, och varit lite kär i Martin Motumba Och jag tänkte jag vet inte om vi skulle prata om det idag eller Nej. inte men det, det, det som väckte det är inte alltid det. så lätt
3: att prata om känslor. Sådär.
1: Nej, men det som väckte det var det, det finns ju en låt av Ludwig Bell som heter hela Sverige skrattar eh, som jag lyssnat på lite då och då. Och så kom den random på mitt Spotify och liksom var random. Um, Och, jag bara kände så här, och så lyssnade jag på texten För den handlade ju om Martins karriär Hans motgångar och sånt Han gjorde ju debut tidigt som 17-åring i AIK mm, Var du där?
3: Mm. Jag var där på den matchen ja, det var mm.
1: jag. jag kommer inte ihåg vilka vi mötte men jag kommer ihåg inhoppet mm. um, Sen bröt
3: han benet inte så långt efter det
1: Ja men det som hände var att han spelade I någon kupp Inomhus typ i Rinkeby som han inte hade fått Han fick inte från AIK uh, Han gjorde det ändå och så han bröt han benet Och sen så gick ju rätt mycket i skogen Och han blev i Finland istället men så har väl kommit tillbaka till Aik. Jag tänkte det var ifall det bästa beslutet som Aik någonsin har tagit under min tid, tror jag som supporter, att värva tillbaka Martin Matumba för det är allt som har betytt känslomässigt för Aik, och för Aik-supporter och allting som han, liksom. hela hans person, allt runt omkring honom, från det att han kom tillbaka till vad vi är idag. Jag tror inte att Aik hade sett ut så som vi gör idag om inte Martin Matumba hade varit här. Han, kanske inte, han är väl lite begränsad som en fotbollsspelare kan man säga, eller lite ojämn. Men som person och som AIK så tycker jag att han är en av de viktigaste som har funnits i AIK de senaste tio åren.
3: Det är väldigt stora ord att använda så du tänker febrilt här om du har rätt i det. Det är klart att han har ju förankrat AIK stabilt ute i de norra förorterna och, och bjudit på många skratt och fantastiska intervjuer och fotbollskonst på planen. Då mm. håller jag om. Men, men eh, okej, bättre än värvningarna av Boateng och...
1: och, det, och då, finns ju, det finns ju olika sorters värvningar kan man säga. Som jag ser då, Boateng till exempel är en fantastisk otroligt duktig fotbollsspelare som Motumba aldrig kommer nog upp till att vara. Men och Boateng kommer ju aldrig finnas i våra hjärtan på samma sätt som Motumba gör. Det, är liksom, det, det finns någon slags...
3: Boateng finns väldigt mycket i mitt hjärta, måste jag säga. För mig betyder ju det där året 2020 Fem väldigt väldigt mycket. Och 2006 också. Båthäng var ju en mycket större del i det. I en större resa som AIK har gjort- Mm. Ali ja, Fsheib var med och guldet 09 och tatueringar och ja, men det är svårt att det är svårt att värdera och, och relatera till ja, men det de det grejerna som jag känner också med
1: Tomba lite tror jag att han känns som familj eh, på ett sätt som vår inte gör. att vi vi tog hand om Motumba Han hade ju liksom en tuff barndom han det i svårigheter ofta men ändå på något sätt så finns vi där som familjen för honom och vi tar emot honom när han kommer eh, och räddar honom undan de här svårigheterna. Eh, och jag tror att Kärleken finns ju från hans sida också igen, tillbaka mot oss. Även om han är lite, lite svår att bestämma själv. Han är till exempel kontinuerligt tackat nej till att komma hit till Radio Råsunda. Men äm, det är något speciellt mellan AIK och Martin mm. som inte riktigt... Vet du någonting I... jag
3: inte vet eller Björn? Det känns som att du lägger upp för nej.
1: någon slags nyhet om Martin Motumba. Nej, absolut inte. Däremot vill jag ju säga att dörren borde alltid vara öppen i AIK för Martin Motumba. Ska vi ta och släppa in gästen nu som han har ja. på?
3: Precis. Låt han sparka in dörren. Dixon Etu.
1: Välkommen in.
0: Jag som är match uh, i Flucien måste match.
1: welcome to Radio Rosen där Did I pronounce prince right. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Excellent. So um, What we... do they call you in in the team? Dixon.
2: Everyone calls me Dixon. Dixon. All yeah. my clubs. Because it's very easy to remember, yeah. and also also in England there's like a um, there's a sort of shop that's called Dixon that everybody knows, so everyone just calls me that. Mm. Cause it's quite easy. Mm. So uh,
1: we know that you have a Swedish girlfriend, uh, so we thought that we'd do this interview entirely in Swedish from now. Oh, uh, you that's could try.
2: Uh, <laughs> I'll probably give you the wrong answers. <laughs> but do you, do you know any <laughs> Swedish? Not really. I know. Like, I'm trying to learn like basic stuff, but. But I your really kids speak learn. Swedish? Right? No, 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 not my no? kids. No, okay. Yeah, my kids are with my ex. It's not with my my girlfriend at this moment. Uh-huh, okay. Yeah, but mm-hmm. you know, I, I, me and my ex was together from when I was young. You know, we're good friends. You know, things happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so, what, 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 what do you know? Any Swedish, or I mean, I'm not saying I'm, I'm. I can sort of certain words sound the same. I mean, I can't tell you exactly any word, but the basics of thank you as as um, just little things. I don't know. I don't. I'm, I'm gonna. Start le- having lessons. I spoke to the club about it, and soon I'm going to say to the players, "Everybody speaks Swedish to me, mm. but on the pitch English, because you have to be quick, you know." <laughs> and that's how I'm going to learn, I think.
3: But I noticed one thing outside the studio when you when you arrived here, mm-hmm. one particular Swedish habit that you
2: Uh-oh. used. What was
3: that? He's uh, snooze, how snooze, sorry.
2: Oh, Snooze. Yeah, <laughs> I love Snooze. Have, have you started
1: it now, or did you do it when you were in, uh, in done,
2: England? Uh, when I was in England. Yeah. You know, I have... Um, I could, people will be surprised. A lot of players use it in England.
1: Yes. So
2: so who introduced you for Snooze? Um, like, um, the first person that I ever saw using Snooze was probably Danny Higgin, Higginbottom, who I used to play with at Sunderland. And um, he's played for Manchester United, you know, um, Sunderland and... Southampton a good friend of mine who actually works for Manchester United now but um, he's the first person I've ever seen of it and then obviously when I signed for Fulham there were so many Scandinavian players there you know like beyond Risa John Arna um Eric Neverland there's quite a few and they all use snooze yeah. so they got me really into the habit you know so, so can you show, it, you show the, the snooze it the that same? they use It's the same snooze no, it's, it's, stuff,
1: right? it's extra
3: strong oh, come on <laughs> I'm a big guy I'm
2: a big guy I need extra strong <laughs> you know Look so at this, it?
3: Bjorn. Oh, 06. Yeah, extra strong. This is British
2: snows? No, this is Swedish. All right. That's Swedish, and like um, I can, you can you can only find it one place really. Yeah. this This new, this new store, the big one in the middle of Stockholm. Okay. Not in the middle, but you know, by Plant. whatever was called? hmm Yeah, that one. So it's really exclusive
1: snows? Yeah, it's quite
2: exclusive. I don't know it's, why. It's only for
1: like professional football
3: players. I didn't say
2: that. I didn't say that. You put <laughs> <with them. laughs> So, uh,
3: but you said even Wayne Room is.
2: Yeah, a lot of players use snooze. I know I've got I've got a good few friends in England that use snooze that you'll probably all know. You won't be a lot of players use it.
1: Okay, but you, you found a snooze story in Stockholm. Have you settled all right? Uh, otherwise, have you found somewhere to live?
2: Uh, no, I've not yet. I'm still in the hotel. You know, it's good, but then sometimes it's frustrating because you're know, just in one room and looking around. Yeah. But um, it's really nice. The people are nice there. You know, I got. Breakfast. I got food. I got everything I need. Oh, my girlfriend's moving over in the summer, which Mm. will be good, you know. And by then, uh, we should have found somewhere, you know, because we're going to buy a house, buy an apartment rather than than rent. So we're going to take our time. So we'll see. All right.
1: Yeah. Um. But how 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 do you like it so far? uh, Coming here to Stockholm.
2: I love it. I mean, like I I used to come. I've been here quite a few times for obvious reasons with my girlfriend, but she's not from Stockholm. But I have been here with um a few of my friends, my football colleagues we've come here in the summer like in May we come for like three or five or four or five days like on a vacation or yeah something like that yeah. we normally come beginning of May as soon as, as soon as the season's finished just mm. like to have a few somewhere different have a few drinks you know be left alone and it was it's been nice we've, we've come a couple of years yeah in a row and um obviously now that's finished because I'll be playing in the summer <coughs> because obviously being in Sweden our season normally finishes in May but in in Sweden you will be playing we'll be, be in season so hopefully they'll come and watch me play rather than actual mm. go and sit outside bars
1: all day. So we'll probably have some uh, really big uh, superstars from pre- the Premier League uh, on, our, on our stands
2: this summer. Don't put me under pressure okay? <laughs> no, no, no. So d-
3: did you watch any games when you were here?
2: <laughs> no we didn't because at the time we just you know you, you can imagine we played we play I do know what eight months nine months in the season and we've come to Stockholm and the last thing one of do with watch football really you know you want to have a downtime which is important and um, yeah so we never really came to watch football we just came to bond and have you know just be something different than being in London and that was normally good Hmm. yeah so So
3: what do you think about I mean you're you're uh, raised in in London Uh one of the world's biggest cities Um, when you when you come here you're you had been in 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 Båstad you told me before.
2: Yeah. Um, what Can you happened?
3: Describe how how that is in Bost- winter. In
2: Bost- winter. Oh, um, well, it'd be hard to find a friend now. <laughs> is very quiet in the winter. Everybody knows that, but it's a. I love the place. You know, especially obviously in the summer, it's a great place to be. My, obviously my girlfriend's been brought up there. She's been brought up like a, she's an amazing woman, and you know, my family's there. So I like to go there and and you know wind down. Obviously, when I was in England, it was always a good place to come after the all the craziness in london you know of you know big city it's nice to come and just chill and just spend family time and you know it was very good for me mm. and you know and I, and I still go there when I can you know even if even if it is winter but yeah it's um but stockholm's a lot more different more busy you know a lot of people but you know I must admit you know I love the swedish way you know the swedish mentality is, is special and i think that i say this to my girlfriend every day you're very lucky you brought you brought up in sweden because I've traveled a lot. There's not many countries as good as Sweden. And what, what, what is it
1: that you yeah, like? Exactly. What is the it's Swedish just,
2: way? I can't. I can't explain it. It's just. To me, it's just so many nice people. Everyone's. It's so peaceful. There's no. There's much. Not so much crime. Everyone's safe. I, I lost my. I dropped my wallet twice. I've lost my wallet in the hotels. Two times in the hotels, and they found it. Someone's handed it in. That doesn't happen in England. If you lose your wallet, forget it. You know, and that's you know, I know that's probably nothing to some people, but to me, it's a big thing. You know, and everyone's just so nice. You know, that's why I want to live here. You know, this is a country, this this is the the city that I would love to live. Mm. You know, and I just think I say to my girlfriend, like I say, she's very lucky to be brought up in such a wonderful country.
1: So let's get into some, some football stuff because uh, yeah. our, my first big question is I think you've answered this a couple of times uh-huh. but uh, it's, still, it's still kind of strange to me but, uh, because I know that you had uh, offers from like five different clubs in England uh, from Premier League clubs uh, and um, people think uh, from from your own, from your home uh, from your home country your family think that you're crazy for coming here. Could you, could you tell us why did you choose to come to AIK?
2: AIK. AIK. In
1: <laughs> Instead of playing for more years uh, in England,
2: making more money, playing on a higher mm-hmm. level. I mean, I've, I'm tired of answering this question. Yeah, not know. just from <laughs> not just from people in Sweden, but from people back home. But um, no, it's for me it was something the personal choice. It was something about me. I. I all my life I've done so much for others. this is something I want to do something for myself and and i just i just had a, i've always had a connection with Sweden. and when i when I had the opportunity to come and speak to oyakor i um said no oh, why not you know and and they came beyond came over to London, sat down with me, watched me train, and just told me about the club you know and i just thought I said, "Come down, have a look, you know, get to see the place." I said yeah, I will do. At the time, I was at Fulham, and obviously it's my old club. You know, it's it's a club that I've you know the best years of my career basically was at Fulham, and you know for me to if I want to sign there, it's it's not difficult. You know, it's quite easy for that. And I, me being a free agent as well. But the thing is, I, I left that club. You know, I you know when the club was doing very well. You know, the club was at a good place. You know, we got to the European Cup final. We done some amazing things. And I just didn't want to spoil it by going back there again. You know, it was something that was in my mind all the time. I was thinking, if I go back, the, team not, the team's not as good, then the championship now, you know, it's, you know, do I really need, you know, sometimes you just better just moving on. Yeah. So I kind of had that one there, but I, I was just training there because my house wasn't far. And then, funny enough, when I was going to go to Sweden to meet Oyakor, I got a phone call saying about another club in England saying, oh, I should come down, you know, by one of my good friends. And um, I said, okay, I will do, but let me just go go, go to Sweden for a while, I'll be back. For, give me a couple of days. And I just went, I just said to myself, this is a club that I could win, a, win silverware. You know, it's a big club. It's not like I'm signing for one of the lowest Swedish teams. I'm signing for a great club, you know, with passionate fans, very similar to England. Mm. So it reminded me of back home, you know, when I read about the club, when I spoke to the owners and the directors, whatever. I said to myself, you know what, this is this is special, it's a special club. What is the point of me going back to England and signing for, let's say, a middle-of-the-table club that's never gonna win anything, just gonna play, fight, play to finish mid-table? Mm. I've done that all my career, you know? So I said, no, I want something different. And it's perfect for me to come to Sweden, Stockholm, you know, I, I I can I can win the title of this club. And yeah, you, that's you what can I'm win
3: doing. the Champions League with I.K. Instead, <laughs> who
1: knows? <laughs> <laughs> but what did uh, Bjorn came to visit you? Uh, what did he tell you about the club that, what, that made you
2: start to think about coming here? The fans was a big thing for me. Yeah, the fans are so big for me because the fans are. I like fans with character. You know, I like fans. You know, fans. Obviously, fans can be quite, you know, hard work sometimes. Everybody knows that, but that's passion. You know. Why would you want fans to just sit there every day and don't speak, don't have a say? You know, you want someone to challenge you. I don't mind the fans boo me on a Saturday because I was bad, but next week I'll be good, mm. and I'll be smiling at like them when I'm good. You know, and you know I like stuff like I like I like passion. You know, passion is important. I mean, and I always say that the more passion you have, the more successful you be. You look at all the best players in the world, best team in the world. There's characters. It's not just oh, we'll see what happens. They go. They. they you know what I mean, they got fans that wanna give them that extra man you know and this is special hmm.
3: what did Kenny tell you about uh, Oikon
2: oh he just said to me I'd love it here he says you know he said it's very happy that I'm here you know bringing my experience I said listen you're more experienced than me in this club you know you know Swedish football you know the club so you know I need you to give me your experience you know is a nice guy you know I love him you know we get on really well and you know he, he's helped me settle he really has done and you know I, and I, I owe him that I really do. But you're, you're from the same area? Yeah, yeah okay, so. he's from across... Hmm, Peckham. Not, yeah, yeah, from Peckham, yeah. We're like not too far, five minutes. Did, did you
1: know of each other before No, this?
2: no, no. I didn't really... I've, 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 obviously, I, I knew of him as a player, but yeah. I didn't know... We didn't really know each other like one-to-one. No. But it was just such a strange... It was strange for someone. I've never played in all the seven clubs I've played for maybe. I've never met a player that's from Peckham. No, but mm. now I have. So
3: How, is he older than you. Or? Yeah, he's thirty-five
2: is he's a few years older than me. Mm. I'm thirty-two. Mm. Yeah, but he's played like he's nineteen. It's very strange. I <laughs> said so to him, "Are you sure you're them for your age, forward?" <laughs>
3: <laughs> he plays with a lot of passion.
2: Yeah, it's a great player to have. I said to the, you know, it's a great player for us. And, you know, I think that he's got many years left because he's just so fit. He runs as much as everyone else. It doesn't you? You can't tell looking at him that he's thirty-five when he's played, mm. No way.
3: So how was it to to be uh, living in Peckham when you were?
2: A oh, kid? I mean that was that was a tough day when I was younger at that age. Um, my mom, I had obviously lived with my my mum, single mother, with three kids, and my sister passed away. She had like she died from cancer. It was tough, you know. We we, we really struggled, you know, to to obviously to live to to for food for you know just for normal things, little normal things, and you know it was it was a tough times. A lot, lot, lot of crime, a lot of problems every day but you know i've gone that's part of my life part of my story and that's made me who i am you know i still go back there you know just try to speak to the young kids and try to encourage them stay away from from violence and you know Mm. and and you know know, i try to do my bit and but yeah it's my home you know i love i love going back there i love walking the streets and seeing people that used to see me as a kid and now obviously i've played for my country and you know so it's it's, and there's a lot of people from nigeria there so it's Mm. nice nice to go back home
3: Mm. when kenny was here he was he told us that he was Pretty close to to fall into a crime and and violence, and that the football kind of save save them.
2: Yeah, of course, that do not surprise me at all. I mean, most of my friends I grew up with are either in prison or they're dead or some sort of crazy stuff, you know. And it's just the way it is around there. It's tough, very tough. But you know, I love that. That made me who I am as a player. That helped me. That gave me character. So when I walk into a pitch. You know, I'm used to being around crazy people, so who's going to be crazier than me? <laughs> you know, so.
1: But when did you start playing uh, football, like your organized football?
2: I told you, um, when I was about 16, I started playing. I went to um, Manchester City. But the reason, main reason I signed for Manchester City, as bad as, as, bad as it may sound, was because Sean Wright Phillips was there, and I knew him from Peckham. Mm. He he's from around that area as well. So that's my main reason of signing, just to go and chill with him for a couple of weeks and chat to girls. And then I ended up not coming back. So...
3: That's pretty late to start playing football at the age of
2: 16. Everybody says that. Even at my club, they couldn't believe I just started. You know, I I obviously was playing for fun when I was 14, 15, but not on the pitch with football boots. Not just on the park or or at school. I was doing athletics more. I was doing like um, 200 meters, triple jump, long jump. I actually represented Great Britain as a kid. So I was good at that, but I wasn't a footballer. So what did you
3: have? What talent did you have? That they saw when you were 16, when you were playing in the park.
2: I think they saw my athletic. I was very athletic and very fit and very strong. My technical abilities came later in football. You know, it didn't come straight away. I had to work hard at that. And now, I can't believe sometimes how far I've come from someone that never played football at 16. Mm-hmm. You know, so but that just shows that whatever you put, whatever you put in your mind, you can make happen.
3: Yeah. Mm, because here in Sweden the the discussion is you have to start very early with football to develop uh, no, I don't believe and
2: I don't believe in that. I believe it's how much the, the connection you have of the football the love you have for it. There's no point in putting a football on a kid's face and he just thinks what is this? I'm tired of it. I don't want it. Mm. Then how is he ever going to become that player? You know you have to make them want to be not force them to be. Mm. Yeah.
3: I so think. what do you with you because you you have two kids. Yeah, one two boys. 4 and 5. Yeah. Almost four and five. Yeah.
2: Um, what do I do with them? Yeah, I just put footballs all around the house, everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't say kick it. <laughs> well, they don't have a choice. So they have to kick it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't force them. I take them to I take them to football matches. Obviously, their father's me. It's a footballer. Their uncle, my brother, he's a footballer. My youngest, my oldest, actually came to watch me and my brother play each other. I think, in the Premiership, mm. um, when he was at Manchester City, I was at Fulham. At, at, at the Etihad both me and my brother played we both started it was a very special moment for my family
1: so you, your brother also plays professionally yeah I didn't know that play
2: he played for Manchester City alright in the premiership yeah for a few for a couple of years Okay, but then he got himself in some trouble and he ended up going to um, prison but he's out now okay and he was fighting basically yeah. and, um, and now he's out and he's, he was at Barnsley last year and he's doing well now so so maybe he could come join you here in Noé Maybe, who knows? <laughs> maybe.
3: Kenny Kenny Pavy is a hardcore mill millwall fan. Yeah. Um Are you two a Millwall?
2: I'm never supporter? gonna I'm not a Millwall supporter. I never will be a Millwall supporter.
3: Okay, you don't like Millwall? Terrible,
2: terrible team. Tell Kenny I said that. <laughs> <laughs> so with your team when when you were I played against Millwall a few times, but we always beat them. Tell Kenny that as well. <laughs> which is your
1: team? Uh, which do you support? Do you have a team uh, that you Like support? I said, I didn't
2: really... I didn't really... I didn't really... I wasn't in love with football as a kid. I didn't really... Care? Care, really, to be honest. Mm-hmm. You know, but obviously, all my friends and family supported Arsenal, so I used to like Arsenal. But it wasn't really, oh, I need to go and watch a game. It was more of, you know, oh, Arsenal, you know. Yeah. So later on, I, I got into football, and I started supporting Arsenal a more. But then obviously, when I started playing... When I played when I made my debut for Manchester City, then I support the team I play for. Of course. And the rest are just colleagues. And so I've got a different mentality to football. I don't support any one team now. I just support the team I play
0: for. (laughs)
1: Uh, okay, so you're in Aiko. What, what do you think about the club so far? You've been in really big clubs, uh, bigger mm. clubs. Uh, what do you think about Oikoa as a club?
2: I think it's a very, it's a good run. Clubs run very well. You know, I think that um, it's more professional than I thought it would be. You know, there's a lot of surprises. You know, people, the people that run the club are trying to help the players achieve the the best they can. You know, and I think Beyond's done a great job for the club you know he's you know he, he explained everything to me and everything he said was just the way he said it he didn't try to tell me any lies or any you know he told me how the club was and it is what it is you know and the players are all happy What well, they seem happy to me everybody wants to everybody's actually very excited about this year Yeah, this exciting feeling you know mm. I, don't, I don't know why but I, well, I don't know the difference but to, from what I've heard I just think it'll be a special season this year. But it, yeah. it feels
1: like a special season, yeah. also from us supporters. I think that we've all decided that this is the year we're going to have to win the gold.
2: Yeah, I think so. And especially uh, with the other team. Is it yeah, yeah. Who's the other team that's coming up? That's coming up. Yeah, yeah from, um, come From
3: up. the Swedish premiership.
2: Yeah. So, you know, that's another thing that's going to make the team, you know, give you that little extra drive if you've got the rivals in the same city, in the same league. That's yeah. something special as well.
1: Yeah, we have, we have two like major rivals in Stockholm. We have Jürgen as well. Yeah. Um, they're not, they don't have as many supporters maybe as us or Hammarby, but yeah.
0: There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovi and ZepBound for those who qualify.
2: Your main derby is hamilton right?
0: No, no. It's Just probably
1: you're because to is more successful. Oh, the uh, Umeå. But, okay. but Hammarby has got maybe more supporters. Oh, so which which one is the main? The main derby is Yogodan because oh, okay. they have been in yeah. the top league. Okay, let's more
2: get the derby on. Derby's
1: nice. Yeah, but we should we should win all the derbies. It's That's very good. important.
3: Bjorn is uh, usually on a, on a day for a derby. He's, he's lying in the kitchen on the floor crying. So why <laughs> not crying? He's but I mean, I, I really
1: hate the derby matches. Why um, is that? Because it's just so much uh, anxiety about it. No, uh, I mean, listen, it's like I Ico uh, is the biggest club. We uh. should win all these matches because the other clubs are smaller clubs. Not, so not true. So, they're not like they shouldn't be able to uh, to win against Eko. Yeah, but so, so, derby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so if we win, it's just like yeah, that's the way it should be, and I'm sort of relieved. If we tie or if we lose,
2: you're just destroyed. You go yeah. around like for a week and you can't talk oh, to of people. Of course, that's the thing. That's the thing about derby. That's what makes it exciting. Yeah,
3: hmm. I'm but like derby, you. I, I love derbies because I I love winning.
2: That's Derbys are great because you can kick people and then the, the referee won't give a yellow card because he understands. <laughs> it's a derby. It's have you happened. talked to Kenny about this? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll be kicking a lot of people in derby. <laughs> Sorry, ref. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully so how, they're not listening.
3: You have played for big clubs. How was it to step up on uh, Schütteholms?
2: Synthetic, I call it. Synthetic. Yeah, but um, yeah, it was not so good, but... It's something I have to adapt to. We actually spoke about that, about that today, you know, and um, with the um, physios and stuff. It's something different. We In England, we don't use synthetic. We don't, I don't, pff, would never use it. And um, But it's something I have to adapt to. It's not, a, it's nothing, something for me to sit here and make excuses, oh, the pitch. I just want to adapt to it, get used to it, train more on it. And I have to do, if I have to play on it, the team I'm playing against I have to play on it. We're both, we're all in the same situation. So I just have to Adapt. But it's very different to grass. Very different. So, mm. But
1: but the, the first training uh, on the grass of Huddersfield
2: was kind of special.
1: Uh, oh, that was, uh, we were there. A lot of supporters were oh, there really? watching.
2: A, um, that was special day for me. Yeah. That's one of the, one of the most special days for me. Hundred percent. I've had a few good days, and that's up there because I've never seen anything like that in my life. And that's and I just I remember thinking. This is why I signed for this club, because this, this sport is special. It's so cold. Like I was thinking, please, just go home. It's cold. I understand. <laughs> you have passion. Yes, okay, go home. <laughs> because it's very cold, but they're just out there just watching. I mean, like, it was emotional. It was amazing for me, yeah. I think. I, I mean, some people might think I'm exaggerating, but you don't have this in England. You just don't have it. Even the biggest clubs don't have it. So, special.
1: Yeah, it, it was really, really nice, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's the start of a new um, tradition. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's good.
2: So
3: uh, in play played in shorts.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, you know, it's from it's from the wall, so <laughs> I didn't have trousers in where he's from. <laughs> <Well>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, and usually uh, the first training match is also really big for uh Oiko supporters. Uh and this Saturday we played a, a match against Barcelona and you weren't there.
2: I wasn't there no. Uh how come? Um because um I was I had a few things to sort in London and I, I was never never gonna play the first match anyway because I'm obviously much I'm just they, I think there's a, there's a date. They have a date for me to play, mm-hmm. and we're working t- towards that date. So that's it. Really, there was no big reason. But I'll be at the next one. I had to go home to sort some stuff out. So up. there's no injury. No, no I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I just have a few, obviously, sore, sore muscles. But that's because obviously, I've I'm not. I'm, I'm starting my my season again. Mm-hmm. I'm starting because I was injured a long time, and you know. But no, no, no bad injuries. Nothing. no
1: could you, could you tell us a little bit about those injuries? Because oh, uh, my injuries. People, are, people are a little bit worried that you <laughs> might be a, some, a
2: player that gets injured. Yeah, well, I, I can promise them that I don't mean to get injured. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, basically, my injury, my knee injury was um, when I was at Blackburn. I played the first, I don't know, 20 games. We were doing very well. You know, it was like top second, I think. I can't remember. But um, I was just in a training session and I just slipped and I tore a ligament in my knee but I didn't think I did that at the time. And then when I went in, they said, okay, you've done a grade one, which should be three, four weeks max. I said, no, that's not bad. So we waited three, four weeks. I went outside to train again and I felt uncomfortable, went back in, they said, okay, give it two more weeks. Uncomfortable again after three weeks, went back out, comfortable mm-hmm. again. It was like three months, like how long is this gonna take? Then the um, specialist said, I have to go in and have a look at your your knee and the, and the, you know, and, and make sure it's okay. It's gone in, and it 's just basically it 's healed, but it has like you know when you cut your lip and you have a scab, it has to peel the scab for it to heal basically mm-hmm. it has to clean, so he did that, and my knee was fine, so I, was, I came back, strong, ready to play, played two or three games, played against q p r and I can't remember another team and bad luck in training. I took the ball off a player, he landed on my ankle another toe injury, and tore a ligament in my ankle. Hmm. So, I was very emotional at that time. The club felt sorry for me because I was out for you know, eight, nine months and I've just come back. I'm playing again. And they sent me away on holiday, they said, Go on holiday to clear your head because I'm not used to being injured. I'm not an injury prone player. No. So, I went away, came back, got fit, and now I'm fine, basically. Mm. But it was just bad timing.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: So, what kind of player are you, if you would describe yourself as a play, football player? Have
2: you ever watched Ronaldinho? B- mm-hmm. Yeah, my twin, my twin <laughs> brother. It was exactly the same. <laughs> or you're bigger. Yeah, I'm better. You're I'm better. joking, no, I'm not. <laughs> um, I don't know, I just, I don't know, I can't just I can't really describe myself. I just, I, I, for me, just, I don't I like to control my position. I like to control my position, protect my defence. Whatever it takes, if it's fighting, heading, playing, kicking the ball, keeping the ball, passing. Whatever it takes to look after my part of the t- the pitch and protect my defenders.
1: But is that your preferred position on the pitch, uh, yeah, like f- a, um, a defensive midfielder?
2: Um, yeah, I'm. I'm known as a de- defensive midfielder in England. Yeah, yeah. That's but obviously it doesn't mean I pass backwards. It means I just I'm the link between. The, I'm linked between the defenders and the strikers yeah. you know I, I like to go forward more than sideways mm. that's more my game but I, I just like to control a game I like to dominate a game that's what I want to do you know and then let the other players enjoy <laughs> you know, what does fun.
3: that mean to dominate the game
2: make everybody else scared maybe I'm joking no I'm, <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, I mean just to I don't know I'm a, I like to be when I'm on a pitch I like to feel like I to drive my team in a sense whatever it takes i like to adapt again different games certain games it's more technical you have to be able to receive the ball keep it and break the other team there's games where it's more long ball They keep knocking it long. you have to win more headers and be more nasty and more tackles and more every game is different no game is the same so whatever it is i like to adapt and try and bring my experience and we've got a young team got a lot of young players which were good players who just need a bit of direction you know, it's it's a very very it's the youngest squad I've ever been in, and I believe in the, in the young players, and I want to be the one to help them develop as much as Hernox helps them, and the rest and and obviously in everyone and Kenny we all try to help these young boys, and we're just there to protect them and, and help them evolve and become great players. You know, we got some very good players. It's just a to a good mix, the perfect mix. To me, it's a good mix. Mm.
3: Yeah. Is is there any player that has?
2: Impressed you? They all impressed me. They all have. Everyone has their talent. Everyone has their. Everyone has their um their ability. Everyone, everyone's different. But you know, I'm impressed by everyone. You know, as long as everyone. For me, the most important thing you work hard. Everything else will happen.
1: Are you the kind of player that would um would shout at your co-players if they're not? Hundred percent.
2: I do that too much. I have to stop no you don't <laughs> yeah I do. what I do you get, say to them I get too angry oh I can't say it here yeah but you can you can't air it yeah angry. when
3: you're really angry really really if, angry if I say it, say it
2: when you play this on the radio you'll be like mm, mm, and you would be okay. cutting out all the stuff I'm saying so I can't say so
3: it so say it to, to me you can whisper, whisper it to me. Yeah. No, I
2: can't <laughs> <laughs> it's not good no I mean I can't I'm a passionate person it's who I am I can't mm-hmm. change that you know I can't change that I tried but it's, what's, it's got me to where I am, so it can't be that bad.
1: But I think that this is something that um, Björn has been looking for uh, as well, um, for a player in Oikov. Uh, I think that we've, we've missed, we've lacked this the last few years. A, a leader on the pitch, someone that tells off the other players. Uh, maybe this uh, maybe Kenny is a little bit like this, but uh, maybe they're not hard enough, I think.
2: No, they're both very clever people, play, yeah. players. You know, They, they understand. You know, they're, they're, they're great professionals, Nisse is top, top man, got a beautiful left foot. No, I like playing with them in training, mm-hmm. and um, now I think there's a good balance. But I get I get angry. That's my problem. I get I, I get I, I'm in, I'm a very passionate person. I love everybody, but on the pitch, I'm just a different person. I can't help that. I've tried even in training. I get really angry.
1: I can't wait to see you in the derby.
2: Yeah, me too. <laughs> but
1: do you get this angry with your only with your co-players, or, you, or you, you get, do you get aggressive uh, towards the opponents? No, I get angry with everybody. Uh, but you know, the, the 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 level of the referees is very different low. from from uh, from in the, from the, in the Premier League. Why low? I don't understand. Uh, in uh, cause, uh, when I'm looking at the, in the English Premier League, uh, you can like tackle your opponents, you can push your opponents kind of like, the way you want. Oh. Uh, but in in Allsvenskan, if you barely touch your opponent, you get like a yellow card. Really? That's yeah. No, it's not like Spain. No, it's not like Spain, but it's Spain, It's, it's yeah. close. Mm.
2: Really? Yeah. What about red cards? They give red cards that much?
1: Uh, Kenny Peavy gets the red cards. <laughs> oh, <laughs> They know because when they see him coming on to the pitch, they just pick up the red card and hold it. Waiting. That's that Peckham thing, you see?
2: Yeah. <laughs> That's what happens when you sign people from Peckham.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you, uh, maybe you, you weren't there for the Saturday match against Barcelona. Lund, but no. his first 10 minutes, he just... Um, he went mad with the Boston <laughs> players. He just cut them off, uh, like tackled them really, really that's hard. Good. That's two, good. Play, two players were lying on, on the pitch holding their knees. Yeah, that's good. That's, nothing wrong with that. No. Uh, <laughs> but in alt can he'd, he'd have been sent off. Really? Yeah. yeah. So that, I'm a little bit worried. You're so you're so big and yeah, you're yeah, aggressive. I mean, I you adapt. can't get
2: sent <laughs> off in, in the derby. The thing is, I've never played in this league. It's a league after have to adapt to. Yeah. So, after, when I've played a few games I understand the way it works you know when the referee is not looking then I kick them. I joke I don't do that but you know when, they, when this season starts obviously I'll adapt to the league you know yeah. and if I know I can't tackle a certain way I change the way I play, tackle it's simple it's experience you know you have to it's no excuses mm. Yeah.
1: I spoke uh, yesterday to the chief scout of uh, OIKO Tobias Ackerman mm-hmm. uh, about you and he um, uh, not to put any pressure on you but he said that he's been really impressed with you on training he says that if you're if you can just stay uh, not injured you're going to be the best central midfielder in our Svenskan, uh from day
2: one really? yeah I'm going to give you your money later <laughs> no I don't know about that I just listen I'm training at 50% I'm not even 50% no. my you know I'm <laughs> I will not be ready to feel, I don't feel good now. I feel like I'm learning about the league, the pitch, the, you know, the, the players, my teammates. What's their good? What's their quality? What yeah. can this guy do? What, what can that guy do? Is he good on the play in front of him or behind him? You know, I'm still learning. So for me, it's too early to tell. And I just want to get fitter and stronger. And once I've got that, mm, I don't believe. I believe it's very hard for um, someone to stop, stop me if I feel the way I, w- I want to feel. I'm not afraid of no one. No, uh,
1: you shouldn't be afraid of anyone uh, no. in, in our fans Um uh, I think, uh, mm-hmm. and li- um, at least if you listen to Tobias Akiman, uh, he says that they, know, that they knew that you were good. They, this, he said they've done the work, they've, they've scouted you, and they've looked at you and talked to you and everything, mm-hmm. and talked to a lot of people knowing you. But he was still surprised of, of
2: how good you were.
1: Really? Yeah. And it's, so I've you're, all, you're with him.
2: You're only <laughs> at fifty percent now. No, I'm fifty percent. I'm not ready yet, no. but I will be. I'll be ready by the time the season starts. Yeah. By the cup you know I'm looking forward to the cup mm. game
1: uh, what date you said you had a date you were working towards when you, you play um,
2: I can't remember now I'll be lying if I can remember the club notes so I'll will email you? it to you I'm joking <laughs>
1: <No>. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you think you'll be ready for the cup games those are like I think
2: it's the end of February end of February yes yeah. yes I would like to think I will be yes mm-hmm. I'll play I'd hope to play some part of it if I'm selected nobody says I'm going to play it automatically I have to be selected first. Of course, of course.
1: Uh, Tobias also said, uh, "I should ask you about your
2: favorite position because he thinks that you can play on all positions." Everybody says that, but I'm a midfielder. Thank you. Yeah. Now nah, but everybody thinks I can play a bit more of this. But nah, I enjoy where I play. Yeah. Because I'm in the middle. You want to be right in the middle where you can see everything. Yeah. You can feel control. Your, control. You can be involved. You everything. Know? Mm. You can be involved. And I like that. Mm. Right. So, what do you know about Swedish football? Not much, to be honest. I'm actually very intrigued in what style of quality the players are and what style of play they have and the style of the way the teams play, the energy levels, technical um, levels, and more importantly, tactics. You know, mm. this is important. A lot of players don't think about this, but you have to always look at every team. Every team has a tactic. And you have to see what is their tactic? What is their style? How do they How do they want to play? You know, you have to understand... The way they adapt to your tactics. This is very This is very, very important to know that. You know, you can in ten minutes. I can tell you what, what this, how this team is trying to play. What's their strength? You should, you should, you should know that very quickly. So, what do you think about Rique's strength and tactics? I'll tell you when I play a game. I didn't play the game yet, but I think the manager's got his style of play, and it's very, very exciting. And I'm just looking forward for, look forward for the season to start. I just can't wait to start playing games. And until then, I can't really speak much about, you know, the football in Sweden until I play. Mm. Who am I? Who am I to to comment on something I've never even tried? You know, it doesn't make sense. But what are like your, so.
1: your impression, the impressions of the, the manager so far, of Andreas? What do you think of? Uh,
2: yeah, I like him. You know, he's a good man. He knows knows what he wants. He has he has it in his mind, and you know, I always respect a manager that that knows what he wants. Mm-hmm. Doesn't. To care what you say or what I say or he has his way and he believes in it and he sticks to it and that's a good manager.
1: Yeah. Believe but, but me. do you understand what he wants? Do you think that he's, yeah, I'm he's understanding. good every so day i'm
2: Yeah, every day I'm, get, I'm understanding more and more. He has to keep speaking Swedish and English so I yeah. can understand, you know, and, you know, and, you know, he's a good coach, very good coach.
1: You, you also know uh, Ulf
2: from earlier, right? Yeah. From, uh, from Nigeria. Yeah, I love Ulf. Such a nice man. Yeah, yeah. Ulf. Yeah, he's, um, I've known him. For a few years now, yeah. Did you know that he
1: was here uh, before you? You came. Yeah, I
2: spoke to him on the phone. He called. You know, he called me. I spoke to him on the phone, and you know, he was another reason why I'm here. Mm-hmm. You know, he said to me, it would be good for me to come." You know, and we said, "Just yeah, hope we can make something happen." You know, and then and yeah, he's a, he's a, he's, a, he's very intelligent. You know, I always say he, he was an analysis at my, in Nigeria, mm-hmm. and I was playing for Nigeria, and I always say they. And people that analyze football, they have the best knowledge of football because they watch so many games. You know, it's like they 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 they're very clever people.
3: So what did he say about Aiko?
2: He um, he said to me, "It's a great club, big club. It'd be a club that will suit me." And yeah, he so said he gave me all the positive, all the positive things about the club and told me I should come and have a look and see what I feel. Mm. So,
3: yeah. uh, one person, that is very much Swedish football. Is uh, Lars Lagerback? Yeah. You had yeah. him as a manager. Yeah, I spoke uh, to him the there. What did you talk about?
2: Oh, we spoke about a club. You know, I said to him, because I read a, I read a piece that he wrote, that he, someone interviewed him about me, asking asking him about me, and he said some really positive things about me, and also to be on about me being a good good player, good professional, so so many nice things. So when he called me, I said to him, when I called him, did I call him. or did he call me? I can't remember. I was in, I was at the airport. I said to him, oh, um, how much money do I owe you for? For all the nice things you said about me, you didn't really have to. (laughs) He started laughing and he said to me, it would be great, it's great that I've come to Sweden and he's going to be here this month for two or three days that we should have dinner together. So I'm going to have dinner with him sometime Mm -hmm. this month. Mm -hmm. He's a great man, very intelligent coach. Very similar to... um, He's very similar to... You don't find him boring... No, I don't find it boring. <laughs> I find him very intelligent. Mm-hmm.
1: But you, you know that the Swedish people, Swedish journalists, believe that he think that he's very boring. He's a, a defensive coach, and it's def, a boring start of How's
2: Iceland doing right now? R- really well. Okay, yeah. conversation's finished. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. He's a good. He's a very good coach. Very um, good coach. But how, how was it, uh, how, um, he? Was the, it was really weird for us Swedish people to see him as uh, the manager for Nigeria? It it, it was really a big clash of cultures. Yeah, it was right. (laughs) Uh, How was it? How did it work?
2: Works very well. I mean, he's a very smart man. Like you said, you can call him boring, call him whatever you want to call him, but he's very smart. Understands football, Hmm. and I understood him very well because he's he's, he's very similar to the the England head coach, Norah Hodgson, who was my coach at Fulham. Exactly Hmm. the same. They're both Hmm. very clever, understand football. They have got the same experience levels, and they they just understand football exactly the same. All the Hmm. sessions we did was the same as I did with my club at the time so I understand him very well understood him straight away understood the way he wanted to play because Roy Hutchins is very similar and um yeah so you know I, you know the players all wanted to play for him you know he's a very quiet man he's, he's very you know I always say to people when the quiet ones are the cleverest ones because they're always watching and listening and taking information like a computer and that's him you know and that's why he's so smart mm. it's not like me that speaks all the time <laughs> <laughs> You got a really
1: impressive um, resume. That's what I was going oh, to to. You. you. You played in. Uh, can, can you tell us what clubs you played in? Um, you
2: played I played for Manchester City four years, five years, maybe. I can't remember. Then I went, David Moyes signed me. When he was at Preston, mm. I shouldn't have left Manchester City because Manchester City offered me a five-year contract to stay, but I wanted to leave because David Moyes was a great manager. And he spoke to me for like... A few- he was a great manager. No, he is a great manager. So, <laughs> you know what I mean. It was at that time. It was at the time when I remember, at the time he was a great manager. Yeah. He was known as a great manager and, because he was, he was very intelligent. And he sat me down and told me, Dixon, I can do this, this, this for you, come to my club. And I came. I could have stayed at Manchester City I went there I was there three and a half years three years maybe and then I left I went to Norwich played at Norwich which was a good time for me that's when I was box to box Hmm. I used to run I used to play box to box then played there for a year and a half and then Sunderland the most amazing what can I say the most that was one of the most privileged times for me when I got a phone call from Roy Keane who was my idol at the time and obviously just retired him and Vieira them two my idols and said he wanted to sign me. I said, what, you want to sign me? You have a hundred million to spend on players. Why do you want to sign me? He said, because I think you could be a very a top top player. I said, okay. So I went to meet him and um, I signed there. Played at Sunderland's there two years, two, two years. And then um, I got an offer from Fulham. Sunderland, Sunderland did not want to sell me. I had to basically beg for them to let me go. And they let me go eventually, Roy Keane did and um, I went there I was at Fulham for maybe four years five years I don't remember and yeah best time of my career and then I went to Blackburn and then obviously I'm at the biggest club in the world right now yeah yeah perfect
1: Hmm. but in Fulham you you came to play the the final in the European Cup or Euro -Euro League or whatever it was called at that time
2: Uh, how was that? that was like a dream reason why it was like a dream because we had to beat Roma we had to beat Juventus we had to beat Hamburg Shakhtar or Wolfberg we had to beat Basel all these yeah. teams massive teams we had to beat them to get there and this was the scary thing every game we thought oh, okay it was fun we're going to be out today but let's enjoy it yeah. <laughs> Oh, we won okay another game and it, this was it wasn't the final playing Atletico in the final that was amazing it was actually the way we had to get there this was special you know and it was something that was just incredible. That year, I went. I went to the European final, European Cup final. The same year, I played in the World Cup. So it was like a crazy year for me. So
3: yeah. is that the 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 biggest moment of your career or
2: moment? National and World Cup, because that was like I was stood there, 250 million in Nigeria, and I'm one of the 11 that's playing in the World Cup, and mm-hmm. that was like whoa. I remember the first game against Argentina. And I was just thinking, everybody was worried about, oh, we've got to play Messi, Aguero, oh, all these players, um, who was there, um, Mascherano was playing, Verón. I'm like, I wasn't even thinking about that. I was thinking about, oh my God, I'm actually here. There's like 100,000 people watching this game and I'm playing for my country. I was emotional, you know? Mm. And that was the biggest moment. And then I will say the, um, the cup final was the biggest moment in my career. Yeah, yeah after that.
1: So um, uh, it's interesting because you lived uh, practically your entire life in, in uh, the UK, in mm-hmm. England, uh, but you're, you play for Nigeria.
2: Mm-hmm. Do you do you feel that Nigeria is also your home country? Or? Yeah, I mean, of course. When I go home, I just I get a connection. I always have a connection because I was born in Nigeria. Yeah, and obviously I have family and friends there, and obviously my culture is from there. You know my yeah. background. No, I do feel at home when I'm there. I love going to Nigeria, but it's just too much stress. Too many fans. It's just crazy. It's like you can't go anywhere. You know, and that's the only thing. It's like it's almost it just it's just it just it's carnage. You know, it's just they, they love football. Mm. Football is everything in Nigeria. It's like a religion. So like it's very difficult to enjoy it when everywhere you go there's a thousand people outside. You know, it's very hard. You know, and that's for any player that plays for the national team. Yeah. And um, that's the problem, really. But not a problem. But it's a privilege. But at the same time, you can't really walk down the street and. Walk through the market and have you know enjoy it. You know you have to just always be with the army. You know everybody. You know you have police escort everywhere. It's not yeah. the same, is it? And you can only stay for so long, and then you have to go back. So yeah. Well, how is the the Nigerian
1: Nigerian
2: football at the moment? The the um, league football. Yeah, no, the the national team. Oh wow, it's crazy. I mean, we're not we didn't qualify for the Nations Cup, but what's so stupid? Sorry for my language. Is we won the title the last time? We Won the yeah. cup but then we have to go through qualifications again. Mm. That's like so stupid. So but we didn't qualify so we're not in it. But are you still on the national team? Yeah, I mean no, I'm done now. I don't want to play. I feel I'm done. I I want to concentrate on club football now. Mm. I'm not interested in the national team. Sorry people, but I'm not I just want to focus on doing well with my team, new team. Mm-hmm. Cuz it's too much traveling for me. It's like yeah. traveling all the time and nations cup like if I was trying to play for the national team now, I'd be I'll be away now, I won't be here no. I mean, I'll be in, in Africa right now yeah. trying to play. Well, obviously I would be if we qualified But yeah, so, nah, not for me mm. Mm.
3: So who are you outside the, the pitch? What, who am I? what do you like to do?
2: What I like to do? Spend time with my children really
3: Are you a family guy?
2: I love my kids so much You know, and they're in my life You know, I love my kids And I was with them this weekend And they make me emotional when I speak about them even I love my kids just my kids my kids and obviously my girlfriend she's amazing you know and you know I just I just spend time with my bro. I got my brothers I sp- my family person I just take it easy really I like to eat you like to eat? in restaurants mm. though I like to eat out a lot I, li- I, li- I prefer to eat out with family and then go nightclubbing. you know it's more fun hmm. Yeah. so what's your favourite dish? my favourite dish? yeah meat so, I would say I like meat yeah. steak I love steak good steak I like good steak but it's not good for you don't eat too much steak Okay? Okay. He only eats steak. <laughs> yeah. It's my steak. No, but I like um, I like Japanese food. I like sushi. I'm actually going to get some sushi on the way home. Yeah. yeah, I like sushi. That's my thing. If I could go to a... In, in London, very big Japanese restaurants. A lot of the top restaurants sell Japanese food. So it's something that I really love to eat. So I'll say Japanese food.
1: I have one more question. Uh, Please. Uh, about your, um, you now you've come to Oikonov, oh, this is your first season here. What, what do you think about like next few years? Uh, oh. Are you here for the long run? Are you
2: going to yeah, stay I here? Yeah, I am. I mean, like, I'm, like I said, I'm buying an apartment. Yeah, Trying to look for one now. And uh, my plan is to, as I see it, it's to play two or three years. Because I'm a fit. I, my, for my position, I'm fit for my position and especially when I am fit anyway. Uh, I like to play two or three years. I got two year contract. Hopefully get one more. Mm. If not, then by then I'm gonna learn, get my coaching badges, start coaching. That's one thing I'm big, I want to do because I think I've got so much. I've had so many different managers. If I name the managers I've had, you'd be screaming right now. That I've learned so many f- different ways of playing. Yeah. That it's almost I'm interested in it now mm. without trying to be. It's like a natural feeling, you know. So I just want to get my. I spoke to on about this. Get my coaching badge. Mm. So just, what,
3: what, what uh, who has influenced you most of of your managers? managers
2: Roy Hodgson Roy Hodgson I mean I mean I mean Roy Hodgson 100% He's a he's like I said very much like you know Mr. Lagerbach right? is is very everything has to be perfect and if it's not perfect you do it again and again and again I used to hate training sometimes but it was just but on a game match day it was so easy hmm. Because she'd done it so much. It was like wake up in the morning and just pressing your alarm clock. You just you know where it is. You don't have to look at it. You know, it's the same. You just it was just in your mind, it was part of you. And this is why we were so successful. So and he taught me, he improved me as a player. He made me, he taught me how to to learn against learn how you're playing against your opponent. How do you what's the answer of their questions, you know? Hmm. So he gave me, he interested. Me, because I used to always ask him questions, why we do this, why we do that, why we do this for one hour? because then you would do this on a game day you know it was almost so he gave me that that interest and this is my plan is to coach be a coach you know help the help, help the young ones and just climb my way up one day mm. and that's what I want to do I don't live in Stockholm who knows what happens where I work you know let's, we'll just see how it goes But right now I'm a footballer, so please stop trying to make me feel old. No, 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 no. (laughs) We just wanted you to stay for a long time. If you're good, we want you to stay for a long time. Oh, if I'm good, so... So um, if you're
1: you're not good... You take my picture down. Okay, (laughs) no problem. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, all right. mm. so, um thanks a lot for coming yeah. uh, uh, It's been an honor
2: to have you here Really yeah. an honor
1: to have you here and Thank you uh, very much Best of luck uh, for the, the season
2: um, Anytime you want me to come back to sing anything I could sing, you want to sing? Yeah, yeah I cannot please, sing, please, no please way Please,
3: sing bye something bye, man <laughs> <laughs> Björn maybe wants to sing something for you
2: Go on, please No, do. it's all right Björn, maybe uh, you
1: can sing I'll, I'll sing him a song uh, after the season when we won the gold Okay. Uh, then you can come here I will promise to sing Alright, okay, you
2: promise huh? Yeah, I
1: promise you yeah. saying. Make sure you
2: make sure you run this. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 going to be on the okay. show. Of no course. Thank you. Sure, thank you. <laughs>
1: so uh, great. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Sorry. Okay, men du han var uh, han var bra han var liksom, eh uh, <här> vad säger du?
3: Ja, han var väldigt spännande tycker jag. Träff. Var mm. mm. han är så jävla st- stor och ödmyk och så här Man, när, man såg, när man såg honom kliva ut på första träningen på ett mm. håll, Han var så jävla liksom, Atletisk mm. Spänstig, stor, stark Jävla monster
1: mm.
3: Var det inte så att när, när han presenterades Av Väström, Så här för mig att han presenterade honom Så det här är en destruktiv spelare
1: Det vet jag inte, han har inte hört det
3: Han använder det ordet destruktiv Han destruerar spelet Det är jävligt härligt tycker jag Med, med så här vackra fotbollsjärnor som Förstör spelet Alltså, i...
1: Vet du vad jag gillade? Jag gillade när han pratade om att motståndarna skulle vara rädda för honom.
3: Jag menar det. Thomas Etzelius fick ont i handen tydligen. Nej, han fick ont i axeln. Nej,
1: Nej han, fick, han skulle klappa honom på axeln och fick han ont i handen. Och då fick han ont. Ja, på... han var så hård. Så hård. Ja. Ja. Så vi börjar avrunda nu kanske. Ja. Mm. Ska vi får väl säga det. Tack så mycket för att ni har lyssnat den här veckan. Det är jätteroligt att, att vi är tillbaka tycker vi. Mm. Uh, och, och vi hörs igen nästa vecka. Men nu så kör vi varje vecka om ingenting oförutsett händer. Vi har rambokat gäst för nästa vecka Och du kör varje vecka nu fram till guldfestan i november Och vi kanske har något uppehåll i sommar Tänker jag för okay. semester Men mm. uh, det beror på hur ARK spelar också om, om, om det kommer något spelschema Så till nästa säsongen så kommer vi att veta mm. Vi är inte säkra på att det kommer något spelschema um, Men i alla fall, tack för att ni har lyssnat um, Ni kan uh, Gå in och titta på vår hemsida tycker vi, För där finns det lite um, texter Och alla gamla avsnitt uh, Om ni inte orkar vänta till nästa vecka kan ni lyssna på de gamla Vill ni kommunicera med oss så finns vi på Twitter, på Snabbelar Radio Råsunda och på Facebook, facebook.com slash Radio Och eh, Martin, vilka är som har gjort programmet?
3: Ja, det är du Björn Enjebo. Eh, din, ma- <laughs> va, din mage knorrar där Björn. <laughs> det var jag va? Ja,
1: okej. Okay. Herregud. Vem är det mer som har
3: gjort programmet då? Eh, det är för lite allt tror eh, jag. Ja, sen är det Jimmy <laughs> <laughs> då ser det jag Martin Wiklin, det är även Frank Martin Engström och Joakim eh, Fröberg. Programmets andliga ledare. Vi äh, låter en, en klassiska mall
1: fin sång. Kan vi inte spela kan vi inte skita i det, kan vi inte spela Ludvig van hela Sverige skrattar istället? Okej. Okay. För att prata om Martin Motumba lite. Ja. Och nästa vecka så har vi en jättespännande gäst. Ja,
3: vem har vi då? Jag gör det.
1: För jag vet ju inte. Vet du inte? Nej. Men ska vi verkligen berätta ja, vi, det
3: sen veckan innan? Ja, det klart. Jo, vi berättar. Berätta för mig, Bobbjörn. Okej, okay, berätta bara för Du kan dig. viska. Johan
1: okay.
0: Blomberg.
3: Johan Blomberg! Han, lilla killen från Halmstad.
1: Precis, han med de, de snabba fötterna. Vad mm. kul. Mm. Uh, och um, vi pratade engelska idag. då ska vi Nästa vecka ska vi ha en gäst som pratar skånska. Uh,
3: kanske behöver en tolk här då. Eller så kör vi på engelska igen.
1: Om vi, Ja, uh, det är kanske enklast. Mm. Änta. Förlåt?
3: Änta?
1: Jag fattar inte Ja yeah. Nej Vi, vi kör på engelska Ja yeah. yeah. Tack för Men den här ska veckan Ska Vi hörs nästa ja. vecka Hej då Hej
0: Vilka jävla svin det finns De sa att du aldrig blir någonting 17 år med stor potential Men trycket mot röster blir mer än du klarade av Förs en hem I'm a boy. Så du sprang, vi gör vi allihop Fast ingen har någonsin sprungit så långt som du gjorde say men stjärnan som har tänt sitt ö-